The Toby Gribbon Show. Highlights. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Brigham Sunday is the founder of Repoem, a company that celebrates classical literature and poetry. Repoem offers a range of products and services, including classic journal edition books, poetry memorization cards, and a YouTube channel featuring poetry and literature related videos. And Brigham joins us now. How are you today? I'm doing fantastic, Toby. Thank you. So, what gave you the idea to start Repoem? Ever since high school, I have been fascinated by poetry and literature, and I have always been looking for ways in how to further enrich that knowledge and deeper study with classical literature, with poetry. Um, I had come across some books years ago um, that that fell more in the religious realm of things. They were journal, journal editions of like scriptures and things like that. And I thought, you know, why why is no one doing this with other types of books? You know, and when I say journal editions, it's it's wider margins. There's um, there's room and space to make notes and things like that. And so. I love to annotate. I love to mark up books. I love to have a tactile book in front of me rather than listening to it or reading it on my Kindle. And so I decided, hey, let's let's take this idea of journal editions, wide margins, lots of space to write, and let's let's bring that to the classics. Yeah. And so I, I, I looked online and nobody else was doing it, surprisingly. And so I got on there and started to make my own books and design my own covers. And, and that's kind of how this whole thing started. And, and now I have you know, eight titles and two more on the way and many more to come. So why do you believe that classical literature and poetry are still relevant today? That's a fantastic question. I think that a classical education is, is something, I, I'm a former teacher. I taught for eight years. I taught in high school, taught in middle school. I taught a variety of subjects from English to to Spanish as well as, as film and, and so forth. And, and I saw something missing with kids, something missing in children that was a deeper understanding of of history of classics of of literature and i also saw the power of those those things on education you know as as especially in the u.s you know we don't yeah. get those topics you don't you're not exposed to the classics until ninth grade tenth grade you get a little bit of romeo and juliet and that's about it 
And then you don't see any other classics. You're never exposed to Charles Dickens, to Jane Austen, to, you know, any of these other classic um, artists and, and, uh, and authors until college. And by the time you get to college, you, it's too hard. You've never learned how to read those kind of things. And I think yeah. there's real deep value in in understanding them and learning their, the history and and the depth um, and, and knowledge that comes with classic literature. That's true, isn't it? Because when I was at school, I don't think we ever read a book by someone I'd heard of before. You know, we never did Shakespeare or Dickens. But I suppose despite that, we still know about the classic stories, don't we? I mean, everybody knows A Christmas Carol, for example. Absolutely. And and there's a reason why those classics have lived on so long is because the the teachings, the, the lessons in them, the values. And so there's some great stuff in there that needs to be captured and learned again. And so, yeah, I'm just trying to revitalize that and jumpstart this kind of movement again. So why do you think a journal edition book will enhance the experience? That's a good question. I, I have learned... Um, I, I like to teach, and I, I do this on my YouTube channel, I, I like to teach others how to read, how to study. Uh, reading is more than just opening a book and just skimming through the pages. It's a deeper process. It's, it's uh, like I said before, it's tactile. It's having a pen and paper. It's annotating. It's making notes. It's thinking about things, contemplating, and, and a deeper study. And so uh, I learned from a young age when I have a book to, to mark it up and to put my thoughts and feelings into it. And uh, we just we just don't have that mindset, especially with libraries. You know, you get books from libraries, you can't write in them. You can't yeah. can't add your can't add your thoughts. And so, um, a journal edition is something where you can really dive in. You can you can write definitions. You can write your feelings. You can write your thoughts. You know, it's 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 nothing new. It's, this this is um, you know, it's not some new technology. It's just something that I think kids and children aren't learning how to properly do. They they don't learn how to properly read. You know, we yeah. all read left to right and right to left depending on where you are and and uh but you you put a pen and paper in hand and things change you get a deeper level of understanding i suppose it's like there's a difference between hearing and listening so you can be reading without actually thinking about what you're reading Absolutely, absolutely. And I tell you what, you you take, you know, a, a fantastic book like Pride and Prejudice and you read that with a pen in hand and your yeah. own personal thoughts and it's going to open new paths that you have never felt or seen before. So there's power in it. Who would you say a journal edition is for? Because maybe some people just want to read the book and enjoy it without having that space to write down their thoughts and definitions. Yeah, absolutely. I think there's always room for escapism reading where you just read to read. Uh, but those who, who want a deeper kind of study insight into, a, into the world um, I think the journal editions are for, for them. Also for students and, you know, you're assigned, you know, in, in, as a freshman in college, I was assigned Frankenstein, uh, which I absolutely loved and adored. Um, I would have loved to have a journal edition to mark up, to add my notes, to add the professor's notes and things like that, rather than just the, the Penguin edition hard copy that I had. And so I think students, uh, that's why I chose books that are, are typically studied in school for, for the initial ones that I started with. So any students out there looking for um, a place to put their notes and lecture notes and things like that, it's a fantastic um, option for that. And do you hope that it will kind of inspire a new generation to appreciate classic literature and poetry? Absolutely. That's the direction I'm going, you know, to push 
uh, a deeper understanding. I want my children to know, you know, who who some of these authors are, yeah. um, what they wrote, and the contributions they made to to you know art, and and that's the yeah that's the direction I'm, I'm heading with that and and bringing back classical literature, classical education, which is what we're missing um, in in education. So yeah, and do you think it should be put more prominently into education? Oh, for sure, for sure. When I taught English. I taught um, AP English for quite a while to seniors in high school and, you know, Frankenstein and Shakespeare and all sorts of different things were in my curriculum. And I, there's power in that. There's power in exposing kids to that type of literature, especially through a modern lens. You know, so as we look through and read through that literature, through our modern lens, how our society is, it. it hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com acast, and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com acast. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Yeah, that's why it's lived on. You know, yeah. instead of studying, you know, Hunger Games or Harry Potter, you know, <laughs> nothing against those things, but there's, <laughs> there's much more powerful lessons to be taught. Sometimes people have gone back and looked at classic books through a modern lens and made a new edition of it, correcting things that today would be seen as offensive. What do you think about that? Because some argue that we should keep things exactly how they are and others say that we have to change them. Yeah, no, I love the the modern interpretations. I think they're fun. I think 
Um, it also gets the interest of garners the interest of the students and things like that. For example, um, Pride and Prejudice was redone as as what was it? It was like Pride and Prejudice Zombies. There's like <laughs> there's, been, there's been all sorts of spinoffs of like uh, the classics and um, you know especially in film they'll they'll redo you know you watch uh, um, uh, Speed the Man, which is yeah. uh, with uh, uh, anyway there's different <laughs> Shakespearean Shakespearean movies that have been redone yeah uh, but i think it's fantastic and that's how kids get interested in in that kind of stuff so. yeah there was nomeo and juliet yeah. wasn't there that was a big one no nomeo and juliet yeah i love that i love that show yeah, yeah. it's a good one and your etsy page as well offers poetry memorization cards so how did those cards help readers deepen their understanding of poems yeah so i i absolutely love poetry i've been memorizing poetry for decades um they say the idle mind is the devil's workshop. And so <laughs> I like to keep things in my head all the time that I'm thinking about contemplating and poetry has been that powerful thing for me. Again, back to classical education. We live in a society now where we don't memorize. We don't need to memorize. We have a, a supercomputer in our pocket. We can ask Dr. Google at any time. Uh, so poetry is a powerful way to think about deeper things, to contemplate and to also filter through our own eyes. And so on Etsy, I sell poetry memorization cards, uh, just simple little printouts where you can memorize poetry on the go uh, in your car. And there's, there's power in poetry, there's power in literature, and it's changed my life. And so I'm trying to get out, get that out there to, to help share and, and change the lives of, of others and fill your mind with powerful poems. Yeah. And unless you're an English student with an exam coming up, what's the point in memorising a poem other than to show off? That's a good question. I, I rarely recite my poems. They're for me. Uh, yeah. Studying and memorising poetry helps me to understand myself as I ponder these deeper meanings. You can, uh, as you memorize, you start to internalize, you start to repeat, you start to retain, you start to remember, and you start to see things differently. Uh, for example, this morning I was studying uh, Emily Dickinson's um, poem, Hope, um, where she compares hope to a small bird and, and the power of, of, of this little bird and how it inspires her. And it just, it just, then I start thinking about in my own life, the things I hope for and long for. It's just deeper, deeper thought. You know, the, the average person never never dips deeper than the superficial thoughts that, you know, run through their head of what they're going to do and how they're going to yeah. act throughout the day. And so poetry helps to get you that deeper level where you can contemplate life, its meanings, and how it's affecting you. So Yeah, and I think maybe you include this in part of your work, but... When we often look at poems, we find all sorts of metaphors and symbolism and yeah. all these stuff. How much of that do you think is intended by the poet and how much is maybe accidental and we discover? That's a good question. Yeah, I think I think a lot I don't think the poet intended a lot a lot of what I get out of the poems. Yeah. Uh, but the, because the poems are written with such rich liter literary uh, methods, you know, um, metaphors and analogies and similes, um, it allows us to interpret and to hmm, 
run that through our own filter. And so that, I think that's the power of that higher language, which we never hit in, in, in just everyday life. And so, you know, how often are you speaking in metaphors or analyzing metaphors or, or similes or, you know, anecdotes and things like that? And so it, it forces us to dig deeper. Well, what are your personal favorite works of classical literature and poetry? My all-time favorite is, is actually Frankenstein. I've read Frankenstein probably 18 times. I read it um, yearly. <laughs> I study it. Um, I learn something different every single time I read it. And it's just, um, it speaks to the morality of man, the philosophy, and just, uh, I, I love it. So I love Frankenstein. <laughs> Um, poetry, uh, you know, I've always, I, I really enjoy Edgar Allan Poe. Um, <laughs> I love memorizing his, his poetry just because of the rhyme and meter. And then some of his lesser known poems, which have a deeper meaning to them. Um, so yeah, I, I, I always enjoy uh, studying Poe. And you mentioned that you read Frankenstein yearly. Is that like a scheduled thing? Like every year on the 6th of July, you'll sit down and read it? <laughs> or does it just happen kind of naturally? It, it happens naturally. Um, I'm going through it uh, for the second time with the journal edition. And that's always a great experience to do that. But this, this past year, I dove a little bit deeper into Mary Shelley's history and, and watched the new, uh, one of the latest films about Mary Shelley. And so give me a little more context. Um, but yeah, it's just, it just happens naturally. I kind of crave it every year just because it's, um, yeah, it's one of those, it's like Shakespeare Hamlet. It's another one I, yeah. I study it every year. Macbeth is another one every year I hit on. So there's just a few of my favorites that constantly come up. Well, what are you working on at the moment? Are there any books on the way coming out and other products? Yeah, absolutely. So I have uh, The Wind in the Willows, which is a children's book that was written many years ago. Uh, coming out. I have Alice in Wonderland. I also have Marcus Aurelius's Meditations, which is more a philosophy-based um, book um, uh, by Marcus Aurelius. And so those are coming out. Also, I've partnered with a company called Bionic Reading out of Switzerland. And Bionic Reading is a tool, an app that highlights uh, or bolds the uh, certain parts of words. And so as you read through the text, it's easier, your brain can capture the text quicker and faster because of, you know, a part of the word is bolded and then the second half is not. And so your brain only sees the first half of the word. And so anyway, <laughs> there's a whole science, a whole science behind it. So I am working on the first classic edition bionic reading book of Frankenstein, which will be released soon. And then I'll do that for all my classics as well. So you'll not only have the journal editions, but you'll have the bionic reading editions, which um, uh, is, has been proven to help you retain information much quicker and easier than standard reading. Brilliant. Well, where are we able to find Repoem and all the services and books that you offer? Yeah, absolutely. So we sell everything on Amazon at Repoem. It's R-E-P-O-E-M, Repoem. You can also find us on YouTube. I have a series of poems and poetry that is there uh, to listen to and study as well as some other instructional videos and also at Repoem on Etsy to find some of our products and different things as well. Brilliant. Well, many thanks for talking to us today. It's been great having you here. Absolutely. I appreciate it. Thank you very much. Have a good one. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more 
and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. The throbbing pulse of sound, the Toby Gribben Show.